jealousy is like salt. A little a pinch here and a pinch there is good. Like you, 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 you want your woman to maybe get a a a, a little. You, it's like it lets you know they care. Just a pinch, but a little too much, and the meal is ruined. So. I, I think there's a very, very small room for jealousy, but unfortunately, so many people go overboard with it and it becomes toxic. What up, what up, what up, what up? It's Three Brothers No Sense, your favorite barbershop-style podcast. It's your boy Ferg, a.k.a. Ferg. <laughs> Join my co-host, Rozzy and Buff. Fellas, tell them what's on your mind. Freaknik, baby. That Freaknik documentary coming, man. Uh, you know, we didn't let a few weeks pass by. We haven't mentioned it yet, but... It's a lot of people that shook. Like I've I've read headlines where there's some attorneys that's like suing to stop this documentary. Uh, you know, social media you never know what's real and what's fake, but I've seen screenshots of moms telling their daughters, "Look, I was young and I was having fun. Okay, so leave me alone." At this point, man, with the hysteria hysteria surrounding Freak Me, is it even? Is it even possible for the documentary even to deliver? Because I feel like we've hyped it up so much that when the documentary finally drops, it's going to be like, oh, it wasn't that bad. Right. Man, you about to see this grainy ass 1994 <laughs> <laughs> with French Rolls. <laughs> oh, and, and, and the, like... the stuff that they were doing back then is probably stuff we watch on like YouTube all day long anyway. Like, I don't think it's going to be that far out of the right, realm. Right, right. Like, oh, oh my God, she did that. Oh, no. Well, maybe out in public, but you know, they be doing it. They be doing it. Uh, I it mean, I mean, I, I, but you know what? It was, it was being wild in 1995, 96, whatever the years of Freak Nick was going, mm-hmm. compared to being wild today, you know, twerking with some uh, Daisy Dukes on, and you go back and look at those Daisy Dukes, it's like, mm. I don't even see all, a whole ass cheek. <laughs> right. You know? <laughs> So, <laughs> like looking looking back on the tip drill video, like we look at it now, like it wasn't even that bad. Like that's a normal video. Mm, you think so? Tip drill, tip drill. No, no, like no, if no, you go no. back and look at tip drill, I've seen way worse videos. The, not on the uncensored version. No. Yeah, yeah. And, uncensored is different. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but you know, here here's what I'll say. I, I'll I'll probably tune in because it's an event that I didn't make it to. I feel like by the time I was old enough to go, it was yeah, it was, it was gone. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I would have went. Yeah, like I went to um, foot washing in two thousand. So I yeah, foot washing. I went to Black College reunion in Daytona. Oh yeah, and it was it was it was. I saw some stuff, so I can only imagine what Freak Nick was. But um, I do hope Nike. I don't, you know, you never want anybody to get completely embarrassed and things like that. You know, I, I don't know what they plan on showing, but um, I'm, I'm interested. But I don't think it's going to be nearly as bad as we're making. 
the fact that Netflix bought it, right? I'm hoping it's hope it's worth the hype. Or maybe I want to. I want to. I don't. You know what? I might be disappointed. You know, you're like, man, Freaknik wasn't all that. Because you, you both of y'all are cute, so y'all, y'all. That has some nothing things. to do with this. This, this has <laughs> nothing to do with that. If, if I see some things, yes, we have the same cable oh, you know channels what? as you. You know what? You know we what? We have the same cable channels as you. You know what? I've seen images from Q parties. Y'all read Bibles and stuff like that. Right. So. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Wholesome. You're right. So wholesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and then a lot. And a lot of these young brothers, uh, we were in relationships, and we all know <laughs> black men don't cues don't cheat. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, they, they definitely don't. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Faithful for sure. cues. <laughs> that's that's y'all nickname, man. Yeah. 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 The wholesome. That's all I got, man. I some cues. I, yeah. I just wanted to bring the freak me up because we hadn't mentioned it yet. So yeah, yeah. I definitely would have went. I wanted to go to the foot wash too because I remember my cousins used to talk about it. I'm like, man, I can't wait to get there. Yeah. I just assumed things will be around a lot longer. Yeah, I went to the foot wash in 2000, but, but it, it it had started kind of dying by the end. Like it wasn't. Cause that was just an Alabama thing, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, people came from all around, but it was just like it was out in the country. So you know, a lot of people talk about Freaknik, where you know, it, streets were lined and people were twerking out on the street and everything like that. But you got to think going into a big field in the country type thing, and it, it just going on like tents and stuff. It's like a Woodstock that type. That, like Footwatch was wild. So yeah, and, I, and I, you know, with with, with Freaknik, it's it's not just women that can potentially be embarrassed. Like, you know, you can see a lot of men with a lot of bad behavior that can be, let's face it, can be quite rapey. Mm-hmm. You know, when you mix alcohol and half-naked women. So, um, like I said, I don't know what they plan on showing, but we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, speak, speaking of uh, rapey, um, y- y'all president uh, just had to... Uh... Got got has to pay five million dollars. Your former president. Yeah, yeah. Your former yeah. president. What, what you call him? Uh, buff forty five. Forty five. Forty five. Uh, yeah, he had to pay five million dollars. Or, or if you want to say orange emoji, pizza emoji, <laughs> poo emoji. <laughs> we can do that too. Say that out loud to yourselves, people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, he had to pay five million dollars to um E. Jean Carroll for allegedly sexual assault in her and everything um, in not a Burger King bathroom but uh, it was a dressing room um, <laughs> probably McDonald's <laughs> so yeah probably McDonald's <laughs> but um and and so I don't know if y'all saw the CNN special that I don't know what CNN was thinking giving him that special uh, but he had a town hall there and they like loaded it with Republicans or whatever he got some good talking points in or whatever it was some good fuel for the left but uh, ultimately, one of his t- uh, talking points, they asked him about this $5 million settlement, and he started talking greasy about her again, and her lawyers that came out and said, guess what? We about to sue you again for uh, libel. So, he's about to go back to court after just giving old girl $5 million, and he's probably going to have to give her some more money, because he can't keep his mouth shut and stop talking about stuff. So, yeah, yeah, that was a fun little time. Uh, I was excited, but he's 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 fighting that. He's appealing that ruling. Yeah, he 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 won't be able to appeal that. I mean, he's not going to win the appeal on that. Uh, I mean, he did it. The jury found him guilty. Uh, like what an appeal. The thing about it is, you you're usually you you can appeal a 
criminal case, appealing a civil case doesn't do a whole lot because all the, it's it's not like you're going to jail or anything like that. I mean, uh, procedurally, it's not like you could be like, oh well, the evidence was wrong, this, that, and the other. Uh, it's like type stuff. So I mean, it's gonna slow it down. He won't have to pay it right now, but I mean, ultimately, he's gonna end up having to pay that. Or the taxpayers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the taxpayers might end up doing it if uh you know he gets elected again because. Uh, with everything that's happening, I, he is still the front runner for the Republican Party. I, I just don't get it. Yeah, you'll never get it. That's just not how it works. Um, because they just have a motive and they just attract the right people. Speaking of Republicans, any of y'all plan on moving to North Carolina anytime Mm-mm. soon? Mm-mm. You sure? <laughs> Why not? I mean, they got a black lieutenant governor. How bad could it be? He pretty much said that um, the civil rights movement was a communist plot to subvert capitalism and use to subvert free choice and where you to go to school and things like that. So basically, he said so many freedoms were lost during the civil rights movement. So he's pushing back on that. And guess what? Those comments make him the front runner for the gubernatorial race for (laughs) North Carolina. Good old GOP. Don't you love it? Don't you love it? I mean, do 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 we have to? Can there just be a black Republican candidate who just doesn't just be anti-black? Like, can you be black and Republican and not speak against Buff? You go, you go to talk to Tim Scott. Uh, you gonna you go bring him up? I would nominate. I- I actually going to bring up the late Colin Powell. Um, okay, yeah. So much so that they pretty much kind of kicked him. When he endorsed Obama, they was like, okay, he's not a Republican. You know, but yeah, I think he was for black people. Tim Scott can make the argument. He definitely has advocated for HBCUs, but um, because of how he's so voted... So did Trump, I guess. Because of how he's voted and, you know, the support that he did give Trump when Trump was in office, like, people only see... A, a tom in their eyes. That's how they see. But um, you know, if he makes it to the debate stage, I would um, I would love to see how he navigates that. I'm I'm interested in that uh, because he, if he doesn't know, run against anybody black, then it's not going to be worth talking about. The, but the, he, but I think the question, some type of way, the question will be posed to him because they used him. I don't say used, but they he was like the front man for the George Floyd uh, police bill on the Republican mm-hmm. side. So, and he's mentioned, you know, he's made speeches about, you know, being stopped because he's black. So he's, he's thrown little nuggets out there here and there. So it's going to be interesting to see, but although his opening campaign speech, uh, they was criticizing him because he mentioned the civil war, but he didn't mention what the civil war was for. He didn't mention how it was over slavery. It's going to be interesting to see. But it, was, but it was over states' rights. Yeah, states', states rights. rights to do what? <laughs> but it, it's they, yeah. they'll ask him questions that they won't ask the white candidates, specifically around race and black people, and they'll make him answer it and won't make the other the the white uh, candidates answer it. That's the problem. Yeah. No, because he's like like I said to me, like I told uh, when we had um we had our last guest on how the media mm-hmm. does athletes. They only ask the black athletes when he's when a things he's a on. GOP's uh, black friend. Yeah, yeah. A lot of senators like him. A lot of senators like him, and will probably endorse him 
that want to get away from Trump. They're probably going to endorse him. Hey, 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 Mark, tell me. I, I don't know why. Does this sound racist to you? I wonder how many times a day he gets that. Because you know I'm not a racist. I mean, I have you as a friend. We sit, uh, we go to lunch together. So, yeah. Oh, um, I did want to talk about um, Twitter. And Elon Musk is, he has named a CEO. And he, he well, he hasn't given her name. But he said that she uh, is going to um, be announced in the next couple of days. But he has identified them. And he's going to stay on this is the weird part he's going to stay on as the chief technology officer so anybody who kind of knows how our corporate hierarchies uh chief technology officers usually report to the ceo which means he'd be working for her but he's going to stay on as the uh chief or the chairman of the board so he's going to work for her and be her boss at the same time so i don't i i don't know how that's going to work but <laughs> right he just literally just put her in as kind of a front front woman um because he he still has to run everything so ba- so basically when things go bad he can blame her and when things go good yeah, he can exactly. take when you take that job <laughs> <laughs> well done Elon well done yeah <laughs> I saw that I was like wow this guy is is he's a genius at um, I don't know if you guys watch Succession, but there's um, yeah. So yes. um, what's his? I can't remember the the tall dude. Um, I just know him by Eric from uh, True Blood. But um, so the Scandinavian dude, it, it's like a parallel. I think they are spoofing Elon when they uh when they use him. So it's kind of cool to watch him and and then think about Elon when you're watching it. So if you got listeners, if you don't watch Succession, uh, it's on HBO Max. Really, really good show. Just uh, and I think it's the final season, so you can actually been it's, it's five seasons. Uh, you can catch all the way up and then get the whole story out of it. But it's really, really good. So I want to go back to Trump real quick because he's always interesting. What was his most damning comment during the the town hall? Maybe CNN. Maybe they're playing smart. I know they got a new uh, what CEO who's kind of trying to be more middle ground and stop being so quote unquote anti-Trump Trump or so you know one way or the other which is funny because CNN's kind of your more middle out of the big three right when you think of MSNBC, CNN and Fox they're, they are the middle uh, so, so to think CNN needs to be more middle is kind of weird um, but that's what happens when you push the, the, the right so far right that now the middle seems like it's left yeah because I think did he is he still refusing to commit to he's refusing to commit to Ukraine aid like mm-hmm. so if he's a president we're not helping Ukraine because Putin's still his boy and he just said you know Putin's a good guy and he made you know he made a mistake he said he would end if he is reelected he would end the Ukraine Russian war in 24 hours now how he just said he would sit down with both of them and he would end it <laughs> I don't. I think what you asked is a trick question. He can't say anything, damn it. At least not to his supporters. And I don't see how there can be any independence at this point when it comes to him because you either like him or you don't. Like it, there's no middle ground. So I don't know if any, he can say anything, damning. Like he, they, they tried to trap him. Like they was like, you know, in your deposition. You said that you you double down on stars can grab women by the the vagina and he was like yeah that's 
That because that's true. They can. He said, you know, whether you like it or not, that's what happens. Uh, they asked who you who you want to win out of Ukraine and Russia. He wouldn't commit to that. He just said, I want them both to stop. So there's nothing he can really say that's going to... The truest thing Trump has ever said was that he could shoot somebody in the middle of Times Square and not lose any support. And that's 100% mm-hmm. facts. He has a cult. Yeah. He, he doubled down on uh, the, the stop the steal, all that stuff. Even after that, he called January 6th a, a great day. Um, I mean... Beautiful day. Yeah, yeah. a beautiful day. Yeah. yeah, that's what it was. So, I mean, it's it's yeah. to the point now that he... he when he saw that he didn't lose any support after all this came out, he I, I think he feels like he's untouchable. And unfortunately, he almost is. Credit to the reporter, though. Like, you know, I'm, I don't know if she... I, I doubt she really wanted to do this. But she was doing a good job of calling him out on things he was saying. Like, that's not true, Trump. That's, that's not true, Mr. President. No one ever said that, Mr. President. Like, she was jumping right in every time he tried to spread his propaganda. It didn't do any good. So that's why people have been saying CNN shouldn't have had this form in the first place. But I thought she did a good job in the situation she was in by combating some of the stuff that he was saying, even though it's not going to get through to his supporters. Is he looking at CNN as his next stop? No. And and that's the thing. Unless they're going to make a Newsmax own Fox News turn, it was all for nothing. You turned off your core viewers. Trump Trump people are not going to start watching CNN all of a sudden. They watch this event, yes, but they're not going to become CNN fans all of a sudden unless you decide to like make that hard right turn. So it really was for nothing other than unless you plan on making that turn. If you if not, then what did you do it for? What did you have the the, the platform? Ratings. I mean, ratings. That's really what it comes down to. I mean, they got a bunch I mean, of people watching I mean, that night. Trump's a draw. I mean, because he's be- he's beefing with Fox. He's be- beefing with Fox News. So, mm-hmm. um, I think I feel like they're going to stick to their guns. They're not going to back down. Does he need does Does he need an outlet? How How does he proceed if he doesn't have CNN or Fox News? I mean, he's you know. His words, his word to get out there. Uh, he still benefits from being on television because television still, even though their reach has been cut into by social media and different platforms, I think overall television still has the largest reach. And so while Fox News doesn't 100% ride with him, they still rock with him enough to get a lot of his lies and message out there. Own does the same thing. Newsmax does the same thing. Plus his social media platform that he started. And plus liberals. Liberals, they do this thing where they are so outraged at the thing he said, and then they repeat it over and over, being outraged. But what it's doing is it's getting it out there to the masses. Yep. Let's move on. I'm um, I'm over the orange <laughs> pizza. <laughs> Let's go ahead and jump. Where is Sophie, young Rosie? Yeah, she's downstairs. Let me go grab her. Families have a lot going on. 
Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good afternoon. Oh, good evening, Sophia. Good evening. How's your day going? Going amazing. You need to work on your evil laugh. Work on your evil laugh. <laughs> 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 Not evil. You're too sweet. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. I keep on laughing. You have a good joke for us today? <laughs> yes, I do have a very good joke for us. <laughs> I ran out of food and I had to steal from the next door's herb garden. Let's go. The joke is happening now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm living on borrowed time. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm eating it because it was delicious. I don't know, Sophie. <laughs> no, it was delicious. It was a delicious. The jury's out on that one. <laughs> Goodbye. She wasn't prepared. Oh, she, she, she just, she just, the first one she found, she's like, yep, that one. Yeah, we got to get on her for that. Procrastination. <laughs> well, welcome back. Three Brothers No Sense, your favorite barbershop style podcast. We're at the question point, and you know what that means. When you hear the questions, we hear the questions. So let's jump into it. Who's up first? Hmm. It's me or Rosie. Rosie went last. No, Rosie didn't get a question. Oh, yeah, Rosie, so you're up. Yeah, I didn't get a question last week. All right, cool. So I was uh I was watching TikTok and and video came across my uh, thread and it was uh talking about that guy or girls sh- can't flirt or they shouldn't flirt because it's different for a guy to flirt and a girl to flirt and you know how people always say I'm a flirt I'm a flirt and guys feel like it's no big deal but the the guy was saying that women shouldn't flirt um and so i just wanted you guys opinions on should women flirt or is it different a guy flirting versus a girl flirting especially if you're in a relationship and you're just kind of a flirt okay i believe in equality you know what's good for the goose is good for the gander however it's different it's definitely different and i i mean it's just it's just it's just it's a simple fact that, you know, um, guys flirt with, I'm not going to say flirt with intention because I, I, I'm a flirt still. I flirt, you know, but I can flirt with a hundred chicks and stop uh, and uh, strike out a hundred times. 
Z flirt a hundred times. Ninety eight of them niggas gonna try to give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> like guys respond differently. It's just, it's just, you know, my, and that's just the way it is. You know, um, I could, I could try my darkness to do harm. I could have all the wrong intention and still strike out. She can walk out ten minutes later. She's good. A woman's never gonna have any problem getting the attention. Not the attention she wants, but the attention. I don't know. It's a it's a complicated question because like what is flirting? You have to define what is flirting, and it's kind of different for each person. But overall, my answer is neither person should be flirting. Men shouldn't flirt, women shouldn't flirt if you're in a relationship. What Ferg said is correct. Men respond differently. Like we've we've heard the joke, I quote I quote Chris Rock all the time. But like Chris Rock said, by the time women turn twelve, men are trying to give them dick for the rest of their life. For men, if a woman just says hello the right way, we like oh shit, it's my lucky day. <laughs> ah, I think she's trying to smash. You know what I'm saying? So. Like women don't even have to do much for it to be considered flirting because, men, like by and large, men are just wired differently. As a matter of fact, women don't even have to flirt. <laughs> she can walk. She can walk in the room. Think about how. As a matter of fact, how many posts do you see with like teachers? Is this teacher in, uh, inappropriately dressed? Because we, yeah. the world has already sexualized her. You know, right. how many videos right. do you get? Like, right. is this teacher, uh, is he inappropriately dressed? You know, is this little boy too, too dressed too sexual? Like, it takes a lot for a guy yeah. to be like overtly sexual. Like, we be, be, pretty much have to, yeah, like we we pretty much have to go out there uh, in the raw to be sexualized. You know, right. so continue, bro. <laughs> my bad. But so I, I'll just say the reason why I say neither should flirt because I mean, like, how, how do I want to put this? You know, you, I don't I don't believe either party should flirt because you never know what it can lead to, and like, no matter how how disciplined you you are or how disciplined you think you are, it's just not a good look. But then again, like, what is flirting? Is flirting like telling a funny joke to a woman? or complimenting her or just, you know, having a conversation with her. Like people have such a wide range of what flirting could be, could be considered. Like we all are in relationships or have been in relationships. We pretty much know if, if another woman laughs at your joke too hard, too many times, (laughs) your wife will be like, you ain't that goddamn funny. What the fuck she laughing at? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So... Yeah, <laughs> it's, just, it's just not it's not good and I, you know because by and large it's uncharacteristic for I think it's uncharacteristic for a woman because most women know that like you say for men gonna you know men gonna take you up on that offer most women ain't gonna pay you no attention that doesn't make it right or wrong that's why I say neither should do it but nine times out of ten, women are gonna get a much different reaction yeah. from from. from I think of Aisha Curry, and uh, I mean, she wasn't asking to to flirt, but 
I think that need for attention for people still holds true. You know, as much attention as I give my wife, I think at the end of the day, she feels good knowing that other guys still find her attractive. You know, like like we go out. It's funny because we'll go out. And so many times we'll go out to like a bruh party or a function with people. And I might know 80% of the bruhs there. And if I walk off for a sec, we were at our uh, founders banquet a few months ago. And they didn't know she was with me. They just saw her standing around looking good. Bruhs pounce. Like they just because, you know, and for her, you know, I, you know, I, I ain't run up on her because I knew what was going on. But. She, you know, she handled it. You know, my husband's over there. You know, he's Ferg. You don't know him. I was like, your cat. <laughs> but at the same time, knowing that she still got it makes her feel good. Like, baby, I told you looking good when you went out. And I think people still want that. And so I understand there's sometimes a natural urge to flirt just because you're like, this person likes my attention or I not I want their attention, but it's just good to know I can carry their attention now the thing about it is your int- your intention after that is the big question and how long you carry it like do you become addicted to that like do you become addicted to that and why do you need it there's certain things i feel like we need that might not necessarily always be healthy if we don't we don't handle it properly versus guys you know like i'm not you buff but i don't go to a bar and chicks just look at me and like as a handsome brother and offer to buy me a drink you know so uh, I've been with my wife for 13 years. I still like to be, and I'm just speaking from the, truthfully, like I still like to be reminded that I still got it. Like if I go out and we're just hanging out and I never try to talk to any woman and like that, I'm, we've had this conversation before one-on-one or try to leave or do anything like that. But like, if we're in a group of, if we're in a group of women and we're just all talking and stuff like that, I could tell who's feeling my energy. Mm-hmm. I could tell that like, okay, they're, they're feeling the fur. Like, okay, I'm, I'm the life of the party. I'm carrying the conversations right now. These two chicks are trying to, they're trying to fight for my attention and stuff like that. It makes me feel good. Now, the thing about it is I, it's, it's a running joke. Cause I'll leave like somewhere in the middle and bro's like, dog, old girl over here looking for you. I'm like, I'm bro. I'm at home. <laughs> like, you know, I'm just different. That's my situation. But I think at the end of the day, still knowing you got it, or that you're you're sought after or attractive, you know, it helps. It it probably you it's probably it's not good that you need it, but at the end of the day, it's still, you know, is a human it, urge. It it took me a it took me a long time to come around on that because y'all remember I kind of was against Aisha Curry when we we did a yeah. question surrounding that, but you know I to an extent I get it. Like if your spouse or significant other tells you that it is good to yeah. hear. But at the same time, they love you. So it's almost like, eh, you kind of got to say that. But for somebody else to say it, who doesn't have that emotional attachment to you, then it's like, oh, man, I, I guess I do look pretty, pretty good or whatever. So I, I kind of. I always think about the, I hate to say this, the ugly friend theory. Like if you go in a club, like if we went out right now and we saw a group of chicks and just there's the ugly one, like. Imagine your wife always feeling like the ugly friend. They come up and talk to every other chick. Everybody's offered them to buy. Five different groups of guys have walked their way, offered to buy a tab a drink, but they ain't looked at her friend, Sally. You know, like, no, we're good. Oh, I was talking to her. Like, (laughs) 
at a certain point. You know, Sally's been married for 20 years, got two kids, beautiful home, like happily married. But at the end of the day, I don't care how married you are. It's like, God, damn, don't nobody is, is, is my husband the only person on the face <laughs> of the earth that finds me attractive? And my kids that say, mommy, you're beautiful. Your husband and your three-year-old think you're beautiful. I don't care how old, how loved, how confident you are. You want more than that. You know, that's why when they go out, I, ladies can literally go out with some jogging pants and a uh, white beard and go to the club. But they want to look a certain way. They want that attention. That's their subtle way of flirting. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to accentuate if they got it. They're going to accentuate that. If they have a nice chest, they're going to accentuate that because they want that attention. You know, and that's their way. They might not, they might not verbally say it or whatever the case may be, but they're <clears throat> they might flirt with the world. You know, to me, almost Byron, like when you were talking about Tab's bathing suits when she was going on girl trips, like it's you know, you've kept yourself up. You, I, I want you to look nice. I want you to feel good about yourself. But like, why would you? Why would you think you should? Why would you want to wear that? Like, why would you want to wear this thong bikini and stuff like that? Especially if you ain't with me. Like, well, it's just going to be when the girl's like, is there, explain the rationale behind this thong bikini that you want to wear. Like, I don't get it, mm. you know? But at the end of the day, you still want to go to the, the the beach and look nice and not have the 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 one piece with the little skirt and, you know, the little <laughs> frill skirt and stuff like that. And <laughs> not even a sarong. Like, I'm talking about the little, like, eight-year-old bathing suit type stuff like you still want to look nice because you still want people to at least admire that you acknowledge that you look good yeah uh, you know, I, I'll, so. I'll say, I mean I, I agree with you guys it's different it is definitely different right guy flirting like y'all said a guy flirting hit shoot 99 shots make two right versus a woman she's Steph Curry's of the world she shoot 100 shots she making 97 of them but I I based on it being different doesn't mean that they shouldn't be able to because um, I'm not even on the whole like they want attention thing like I flirt because you know I want a little milk in my coffee instead of cream like you know I, I want that extra set of fries for free What like I'm, I'm that guy that's I'm flirting just to see what I can get out of the situation right can I get this discount uh, you know because whatever because you want to see if you got it well, not just because that. You it's, no, it's just I, I like free stuff. But, you know, I, I think women are like, I think it's okay for them to flirt like that, too. Like you said, I think it, it comes down to them flirting and what they want after that, what they want, you know, or what their intentions are after that. If they just flirting so that they don't have to pay for parking or if they just flirting so they can sneak in this club or whatever and without having to pay that cover, I, I'm not. I, I think that's fine. I mean, I, I it's one of those things that, yes. The guy is probably going to think that she wants him or whatever. But if your lady can ha- handle hers, if she can, you know, get that free drink, I think it comes down to th- that same uh, question that we asked about. We- can your lady take a free drink? Right. I think it's that it's like it. Can she do it and still maintain that kind of distance and understand that I, this is as far as we're going to go? You know, I want that little bit of attention. I want to be able to dance or whatever and then walk away versus, you know, taking it further and further and further. So, but that that's, I mean, that's just my take on it. I really feel like women, even though it's different, uh, they should be able to flirt. I, I, I just do. I mean, you're right. They should. It comes down to like, we're too nervous. We can't deal with it. Like the world, if women flirted as much as guys, 
our our our, our frail male ego, egos would be fractured. <laughs> I can't think. I it, it, the thought of Z giving another guy attention because I nine times out of ten he's going to react to that attention does not sit well with me. But you say you flirt though, like, I, and I guess that's the thing about it. Like you know, you're a natural flirt, but then I she mean, can't. it's not it's not that she loves that. Like she understands and she's cool with it. Like, but it's not like, oh babe, make sure you go out and flirt today. You know, that's that I never leave the house like, hey, you're looking good, go flirt. You know, um, I if she goes, I know she might flirt, she might get a drink, like whatever. I mean, she's gonna entertain, whatever. I mean, I just don't like the idea of it. You right, know, if right. I could keep her in the house locked up and, you know, away from all dangers and harm, then I would. But that's not the way <laughs> the world works. You know, it's is realistic. You want to go next, Buff? Because I have a I have a question, but I, I kind of want to <laughs> I got to think on it now. Well, yeah, because it kind of it's it kind of takes Rosie's question to the next level in a sense. So my question is about cheating and cheating is just bad, for okay? the listeners out there inspire you on air. Exactly. Inspire you on air to do Beat of the Bay. We have an episode called Cheating is Bad. We are already on the record as saying cheating is bad. With that said, I wanted to talk to you brothers about other forms of cheating. Because when we think cheating, we think having sex with another person. But it's a two-part question. I feel like I know the answer to the first part. The first part is, do you believe that there are other forms of cheating, whether hiding money, having a drug habit that your spouse doesn't know about, a gambling problem that your spouse and significant other doesn't know about. Is there such thing as another form of cheating? And if you agree with that, is it or can it be just as bad as traditional cheating, which is like we say, sex with another person or is sex with another person always the worst form of cheating? Yeah. All right, I'll go first. Um so I don't I don't know if yes, there's other forms of cheating, uh or, or infidelity or or problems in your marriage, right? Or or in your relationship. So uh yes, like you mentioned all those other things. If there's truthfully it comes down to anything that you feel like you need to hide from your significant other, it's cheating. Right? If it's drug addiction if it's a gambling problem if it's you know a work wife work husband you know text that you know whatever it, it's that it's anything that you feel like you if 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 you ever got a text and then deleted it so that your wife couldn't see it um you cheating bruh like you know it is what it is it, you might not be full-on cheating but you're cheating uh and ultimately i i I think there's levels to cheating, right? It is so when you say, can there be something more or more detrimental than sleeping with somebody else? I think so, uh, because it really depends on how much trust or faith that person has in you to do that. Like, really, how much more devastating would that gambling addiction or you took the you took the life savings and put it on the pony at, um, you know, the Kentucky Derby. And now we can't get our house that we've been saving up for because you did that. Is that worse than me finding you somebody in the bed with somebody when we haven't had sex in five months and we are, we've been having problems. I'm not surprised about that, but I'm surprised about you spending my money. So I, I really feel like, yes, it can be something worse than sleeping with somebody else, depending on the situation that you're having with your spouse. Uh, because, you know, I always talk about if 
you start to the point where you're and, and Ferg, I think you talked about it. if you're withholding sex from me um, and you're using it as a weapon against me and I go out and cheat after trying repeatedly to try to get with you and you say no, you say no, you say no. Uh, and then I end up slipping up and doing something else. It's still bad. We said that cheating is bad. It's still wrong. But you can't you you you, you can't act surprised. Right. I, I, I can't say you can't be mad. You can be mad, but you can't be surprised if that happens and and so i think that really comes down to how how much of a reaction that person has and and how much of a surprise it is is what causes it to be as bad as it is and like we talked about the other part about that is is it going to make me look stupid in public like cheating in private is not as bad as cheating in public um and so i think that's the other part about it if if it's something where we've been talking about getting that house and i got everybody and we've been going there here 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 and then you lost the down payment while we were talking about it. And I've been telling my girls about um, how we about to um, move into this house and now we can't get it. Yeah, that's that's different than just doing it behind everybody behind closed doors. So really, it is a little bit of the, the public, the publicity of it all, too. Agreed with everything. Byron, you gave me something to think about. Because now I'm redefining or potentially redefining my definition of cheating right so my initial thought when you first posed a question before you went into uh, detail well yeah there's multiple forms of cheating because some people like if you if you have sex with somebody that's cheating and my definition of cheating is always um anything you wouldn't want the other person to do that's just it's just that simple you know um and that still stands but now when i think about it it's that cheating is being unfaithful or breaking trust and i don't know if cheating still the right word but if 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 we're using that as a thought process it's you have a, an addiction that you're not telling somebody about if you're gambling if you have a problem um that you that you're um that you're withholding from your spouse spouse or your significant other yeah that 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 can be i guess considered cheating if we're using that breaking the trust if cheating now becomes you you broke the trust or you're 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 essentially lying to your your partner then yeah and i never thought about it like that because i always thought that where your second part of the question where are there things that can be just as bad or worse as having sex outside of that relationship yeah because I, I always feel like in our household we talk about anything that would hold happiness intentionally so if you're just mean spirited like if you're just because I hate when people are like well you just know who I am that, that that doesn't that's not an excuse like if you keep belittling this person if you keep ragging them and nagging them at, you know, but well, you know, I was like this when you got with me. Yeah, but I just assumed that over time that you would love me and that you wouldn't talk down to me and stuff like that. So if you just keep talking down to me and I'm telling you, I need I, I can't take that and you don't care or you snap or you're violent or wh- whatever those things are, you know, um, if you're not giving me the time I need, you know, th- they could be just as detrimental to the marriage. 
you know, we could both be faithful, but I'm like, I, I can work 60, 70 hours a week. And like, baby, I don't care about how much money. I just need you here with me. And I'm putting the, the money over you. Like, like I don't, we can downsize. We can buy another house. I, whatever we need, I'll get a job. I just want to spend more time with you. Like, nah, my wife can't work or I, I'm, I'm trying to buy this house. I want to buy this car. And you putting all these things ahead of us. And it eventually is the downfall of our marriage. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it's just as bad. You're, you know, you're, cheating you're with your not dog. listening to me. You don't care. You know, yeah, but when you're putting whatever you we talked about withholding sex, like you, you don't have sex with me, and now I'm the bad guy for cheating or stepping out. But it's like you showed me, I've, I've done everything I could, or I knew how to try to implement a a sexual relationship, a, a intimate relationship. Let's not make it all about that intimate relationship. Then. You know, that's just as bad. The work husband, the guy that listens to you and, you know, fixes your coffee and all that stuff. You're you're having this mental or emotional connection with somebody. That's just as bad. You know, um, cheating. And I, I think it, 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 it's, it's tough. I'll, 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 I'll it, go there. It, I'll go there. <laughs> no, I mean, because the thing about it is if. She has this emotional, con- like this, this truly emotional connection to this guy, um, to the point where it could, it's, it's almost, it's a relationship without the sex. Is that cheating though? That and that, that's that. So, so if if it was a female yes. friend doing that exact same thing, and she was, they listen to me, they know me, you know, I enjoy spending time with them. It's not sexual, whatever. Why is it cheating? Because it's a guy. <laughs> Because no, he wants to smash. A, I don't care if it's a, what I'm saying is if you have this work wife, like Porsche's my homie. Like that ain't no that's that's my that's my homie. Like she ta- I talk to her about a, a lot of stuff. Same stuff I talk to you guys about. Um she listens to me. There's you know things like but it ain't no it ain't no cheating. What I'm saying is but if Bill at the but office if, who but, you can't but if you to, if you let, let's let's take that. If you and Porsche worked in the same office in everybody else's eyes, Porsche would be your work wife. Porsche would bring you stuff if you're feeling down. You know, she'd bring you some food or whatever. She'd bring you some leftovers that she made the night before because she'd be like, yo, I got too much of this or whatever. And it's not sexual because y'all are homies. Like, what makes it, what makes a work wife or work husband cheating? Like, at what point does it become cheating? Uh, is it only because they are work together? If the, If your wife doesn't see it as sexual or anything like that? That's what I mean by is it like it, it could be that it is cheating. I mean, I'm not saying it's not, but if if they start getting I mean, emotionally invested, I, 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 I see this. I see a difference, difference in, in a that and a friend. I see a difference in a friendship in the work. Like I think there's this almost there's a almost like a relationship. It's like oh, we're yeah. talking about people, not the friendship. It's like it's a real relationship. So where are you going for lunch? Like it's almost the way Porsche. The difference. If me and Porsche work together and she was saying, nigga, you trying to go get some meat? Versus, hey, I saw this new restaurant. I was thinking about you guys. And, I, you know, telling me, you know, like it's going to be it's a different conversation. It's a different energy. It's almost a flirt flirtatious energy that goes back to. This is as intimate as a relationship can be at a workplace. 
um, because some some work work husband work wife relationships are inappropriate, and they eventually end up in real freaking um, situations. Me and Shaposhay worked together for twenty years. Ain't nothing happening. You know, like there's people that are just friends, and there's people that you there's this connection with. And Riza, you worked in the office. You seen the work relationship, those those work wife, and people are like, I wonder if he's like you. You look at them and you question. Yeah. You you it 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 almost looks inappropriate. It's like, man, my wife can be my wife can my wife can um be around him like that. Yeah, the, the, yeah but the if they saw me the, and the, 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 the arms on the shoulders, the 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 rubs. Yeah, the, like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right, all right. So yeah, so that, like, that, that's it, what I mean. So like, it, I don't even. It, <laughs> that that's the work wife work like they would be sitting there like I don't even see how they get along. Like I didn't even know they liked each other. Like that would be the difference. It's a different type energy. Um, now I know I'm a little different because I I probably have more female friends. Than average, the average guy. I mean, and it was hard for Z even in the beginning to kind of understand that. But people like Jacelyn and Porsche and Alexis and all these people that she's gotten to know better over the years that have dated my friends, married my friends. You know, like we've been in there. Like these are the things that she. It took a t- time to get, but you know, I'm a little different, so I'm a, I'm out outlier on this. So, Buff, what you got? Um. Man, y'all, sheesh, y'all, y'all damn near covered every day, man, to be honest. Um, yes, there are other forms of cheating, uh, but I think it's like a, so I like what Rozzy said. He said, anything you have to hide from your spouse is cheating. And I agree with that probably 99%, but I do think there are some things that you can be embarrassed enough about to where it's going to take you some time to admit it to your wife. You lose your job. No fault of your own. You lose your job, especially for men, especially men who feel like their job is to provide. You lose your job. That's, that may not be something you are just ex- not excited, but just readily or ready to tell your spouse about you. Hell, some men may even try to grind and find another job before they tell first, yeah, yeah. before they even let her know. Yeah, yeah. So I think things like that, that isn't necessarily, it's it's wrong. I still want to put that out there. It's wrong, but I get it because embarrassing things are not always easy to admit. But I say 99% because most of the time, Rosie, you're right. If you have to hide it from your spouse, more than likely, it's probably cheating. So, and, 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 and like, I think, I think the difference. When I asked this question. Oh, I was going to say, I think the difference is. If it's a single instance of something that you're like, okay, I, I it, like you say, it's embarrassing. I don't want to tell them. I'm not continually doing it, uh, and I'm gonna kind of work up the the nerve to do it or whatever. Um, that may not that's not cheating because you're not actively continuing to do it. Versus like we talked about the addiction, that the things that you're continually doing. Um, it, mm. it, I, I think that's where you, you kind of find that but, um, but I guess if it's a one off and you slipped into some nanny uh, you know that's still cheating <laughs> you cheated you know it's not active cheating you don't have a, a relationship hey, that's, what made, that's, what, that's what made DMX wife step away like she knew about the drugs she was willing to you know stick with him through that 
once she found out about all the other women, she's like, okay, now nah, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm out. But, and, you know, before I asked this question, I didn't think there was anything that could rival your spouse sleeping with someone. But for some reason, it was the way you described your queen taking your money and blowing it on some shit. My fist balled up a little bit. I'm so sleeping with somebody, it, it got some close seconds now, now that I think about it, man. <laughs> you take all my money, man. Like, that's that's crazy. So, uh, but yeah, to, to answer the question, there are other forms of cheating. And apparently there are maybe not necessarily things that are worse than sleeping with somebody else, but there are things, there are other forms of cheating that rival it. Mm-hmm. And depending on how your relationship's set, I can see a situation where there are some things that are worse than your wife sleeping with. And the reason I say I, I'm a firm believer there are things worse because because you have a lot of people holding that card. Well, I didn't cheat, so I can't be that bad of a person. Like if she just constantly disrespects you. Like there's just a lack of respect and you're just a just a very humble, loving, supportive person or vice versa. You know, he disrespects you, but he doesn't cheat. He calls you out your name. He he talks about why he's you know what? I should be out here fucking messing with all these chicks anyway, you know, because you didn't let yourself go like that's bad because he just you know, he you know, he might just be a guy who just never has been faithful and he just takes advantage like he's never been faithful he wasn't faithful to you when y'all were dating so ain't nothing changed since in marriage so he's cheating now he's cheating then like is that a big deal not not condoning it but it's like that's been a, a part of y'all relationship from day one let's yeah. be honest people and ladies I'll, I'll tell you one that's worse than cheating uh or sleeping with somebody else them hitting you is worse and for some reason women will stay when they're hidden but leave when somebody cheats so again, yes, it's worse. Well, I know we're pushing on time, but I'm gonna continue because my question thought it was too closely related to Rising's question, but Byron kept the conversation going. So we're gonna talk about my question basically is jealousy. Jealousy in relationships. Is jealousy all is a bad thing, or is there a fine line between jealousy and protective? Jealousy is like salt. A little a pinch here and a pinch there is good. Like you, 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 you want your woman to maybe get a a, a, a little. You, it's like it lets you know they care. You know what I mean? Just a pinch, but a little too much, and the meal is ruined. So. I, I think there's a very, very small room for jealousy, but unfortunately, so many people go overboard with it and it becomes our least favorite word, toxic and sometimes abusive and de- deadly. But um, I think there's a little room for it. I don't know if Rosie's going to agree with it, but I think you can't go overboard with it, but just a pinch. Just a pinch of jealousy. Is, it's cool. Yeah, I, I like how you described the it lets you know that they care right like it's what they talk about pain right if everybody would be like oh well i i wish i would not didn't have to feel pain uh but pain keeps you safe P- pain is the reason why you take your hand off of that hot stove pain is the reason why you do certain yeah. things right yeah and I, I think it's the same thing with jealousy it's like if you don't care at all you're not jealous 
for that, uh, you know, whatever that is, that relationship or whatever, or even, you know, keeping up with the Joneses. Like, you know, I mean, you got to think, we talk about that healthy rivalry that we have. That's a little bit of jealousy there, right? It's like, if if you get that raise, I'm like, oh, what you mean you got a raise? I need to go get a raise too. That's that that like that, that, that pinch of salt you talking about, Byron. Like, I, I think there there has to be that level there, uh, or you won't keep pushing yourself, right? So you you need you're constantly comparing yourself to other people, and I mean that the thing is, you want that jealousy not to turn to envy, right? Uh, you don't want it to grow to the point where you you are truly jealous and envious of that person and mad because they have and you don't right or or they in like in a relationship right like she's getting all that attention and and i don't like that right or, and, and i'm or or he's getting all that attention and i don't like that you know if if you know that's my homeboy like you said the ugly ugly friend thing where my friend gets all the attention and i'm jealous of her and i'm mad at her right it becomes that toxic thing and and all of that so i think you have to hold each other or, or, or find a rival. I, I, I talk about it all the time in my sales coaching uh, with my guys. I'm like, find somebody that's doing a little bit better than you and say, that's my rival now. Like, you know, I, I used to, when I, when I used to onboard new salespeople, I say, look left, look right, pick somebody that you think um, that's going to be your rival. And y'all, y'all two become rivals. You know, that's, that's a big trope in anime, Naruto and Sasuke, you know, it, it's always that rival that, we're pushing each other to get better. When you get better, I got to get better. You get better, I got to get better. And it's a healthy rivalry. So I think that little bit of jealousy is good. Uh, and and if it gets too much and turns into that envious, like, I hate that person, that's when it becomes an issue. Well, I didn't... Well, that's actually great advice. I mean, I'm in sales and I definitely um, have always motivated myself. Um, but I never had a rival. Like, I've never had that. So I, I will try that moving forward. Um, I was thinking about in relationships because I was just I was I forgot what I was reading. I was watching a maybe I think I was watching a TikTok video and it was just like this this um, chick and she was just snapping like she was that jealous controlling type person where you know your man can't do this he can't do that he can't do like so it comes out in your personality every guy you date you're going through his phone he can't have any friends he can't like everything is just. You know, and it's not because you love Byron so much. It's you were this way when you you met Byron last week. And all of all of a sudden, now that y'all together, this is the list of things, his do's and don'ts for you. But you were the same way with Rizzi and you're going to be the same way with her. You're you going to be the same way with the person you haven't even met yet, because this is how. And I think sometimes it's become normalized where we, you know, it's okay to go through his phone, girl. Let me show you how to jailbreak this and how to do like we 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 normalize this jealousy. Um now healthy, like you said, when it's like it shows that you care. You know, if you just don't care, like my wife can do whatever she wants to do, you know, I don't care. Da-da. It's no, I'll never say that. You heard how I said, you know, if I could lock her in the house, I would. You know, but at the end of the day, there's a difference in that jealousy, like you say, going to envy, but in relationships, that jealousy becoming controlling. And it's not even about the person. It's just part of who you are. You're just a jealous person. You're a controlling person. It's the only way you know how to operate in that relationship is to try to control because you're jealous. Like you can't, you can't have any friends. Like who, who was that you were talking to? Like, that's my mama. Put her on the phone. You know, like those type things versus, you know, that the, for me, for me, that's more insecurity than it is anything else because you don't even have anything mm-hmm. to be jealous about yet. 
you're insecure that maybe there is something for you to be jealous about. And so you're going to look through the phone to find something to be jealous about. So, you know, um, or sometimes they will, if they're clingy, um, and they, they, they want a whole bunch of attention. So they'll get jealous at you play the video game all the time. You don't give me any time. Meh, 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 meh. Uh, you know, that type of thing. Ike, Ike. <laughs> that's, how, that's how they sound. Yeah, yeah. Meh, 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 meh. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I can see yeah. that, that that jealousy there, like, you know, that that they become so clingy or yeah, you, need the, the you're, attention. You always go to your mama house, like all those type of things. You see, see this. Like it's, you know, you're competing with attention for your, like, competing with attention for your kids and all this stuff um and then there's also i think there's a healthy form where i think it's you get away from controlling and you're protective like i'm very protective of my wife you know like i'm always gonna be almost gonna protect her 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 innocence her purity like i want her to protect her and keep her away from all the slings and arrows um which includes like infidelity and all this stuff because i for me i wouldn't be able to look at her the same you know um but I think there's a dip, there's a there's a fine line, you know, from protective to jealousy and, you know, controlling and stuff like that. So um, and it, it is mental health awareness. My so ladies, remember, like the jealousy we talking about doesn't hurt like that pinch of salt. That's not what gives you a headache when you when you overdo it. That, that that's the amount that gives you a headache. It shouldn't hurt. So don't accept don't don't mistake abuse as uh you know a form of jealousy that shows that they care. It, it shouldn't hurt. Yeah. So Any, anytime never, they say, ever, see what you made me do. Ever think that. If they if they yeah. say that, yeah. So <laughs> that goes both ways. Oh yeah. That goes both <laughs> ways. Cause I, I feel like we're talking. It might seem like we're talking to one person because I, I can see and I've seen, heard chicks say that, but because it doesn't hurt as bad, you know, it's you punch me, you punch me, like okay, really didn't hurt. See what you made me do? Out, I'm not, you know, I'm not a violent person. Da da da. And now you, now you're in the flames of a potential uh, violent relationship. So. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Well, fellas, I think we had a good show. Uh, we we definitely um didn't talk about anything uh bright and airy uh, <laughs> full of sunshine or whatever so uh hopefully we can impart some some sunshine or something rainbows and butterflies in our closing remarks but with buff's face i don't uh, think that's gonna happen <laughs> well you know what i think this is bright i've mentioned uh my best friend our friend wendell p grant on this show several times 
Uh, for those of you that have been rocking with us from day one, he was on our first live episode from Mobile. He was one of the voices on that episode. But I just want to give him a shout out because, you know, something Ferg talks about is we don't celebrate ourselves enough. He talked about this a long time ago. And Wendell is one of those people that he does so many favors for so many people. And he never, you know, toots his own horn. He never celebrates himself in that way. But this time uh, last week, he accomplished something. Well, someone else accomplished something that he was so proud. You know, he texted me and, you know, he was like, man, if I had Facebook, because he's not on social media at all. He's like, man, if I had Facebook, I, I would be posting this right now. But basically, there's a there's a young lady that um, whose father died when she was five years old. Wendell is her godfather. He took on uh, a heavier uh, responsibility in her life once her father passed away. Made sure she had everything she needed, you know, encouraged her to to do well in school. She just graduated last week, salutatorian. And she told him she could not have done it without his encouragement, without his help, without his positivity and being in her life. And I was just, not only am I proud of her, but I'm, I'm happy for him because when I, I'm not exaggerating when I say he doesn't like to celebrate himself. He does favors for people all the time. This is a man, I didn't even know I was going to say this part. This is a man who contributed to my down payment on my first house. That's the type of friend I'm talking about right there. So, and, and didn't ask for anything in return. So for him to be that proud of this lets me know how big of a deal it is. And I told him that I was going to give him a shout out on this show. So Cuddy Calhoun, that's what we call him. But Wendell Grant, man, great job. Great job of being a positive influence in a, a, a young black girl's life. And hopefully she goes on to do big things. But big bro, you did your part, man. And just um, great job. Good job on doing that. And congratulations to her and uh, everything that she is going to become. That was awesome, right? Wendell is a great guy. I mean, he is, he's your favorite friend's favorite friend. You know, if you don't like Wendell, then, well, you got to take a good cussing out, but outside of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As, as we said, he's been best man three different times. That lets you know how many people think he's a great friend, so. Rizzy is on you. Yeah, man. Wendell is definitely, definitely a great friend, bro. Um, I want to uh, shout out Dakota White. Um, if you guys haven't heard about her, she is a young black girl, seven years old, that just broke the Junior Olympic world record. So she is officially the fastest kid alive, like on Superbad. Uh, so uh, shout out to her. Wanted to bring up a little brightness. And I also want to shout out to Grand Rapids, Michigan. Um, you know, they found a handgun in a third grader's backpack and they did something about it. Um, you know, they're not sitting around and waiting for anybody to make laws and stuff like this. They banned those backpacks. You cannot have a book bag until the end of the year at the uh, elementary schools in Grand Rapids, Michigan, because, you know, backpacks are the problem shouldn't have backpacks and then we won't have these guns with problems with problem guns backpacks don't kill people people with backpacks (laughs) kill (laughs) (laughs) oh god yeah man Uh, we need we'll tighten the laws on back we'll tighten the backpack laws (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> we ain't touching those guns, though. You know, guns just yeah, float no. in there. Yeah, if it wasn't for the if backpacks, the... then the guns wouldn't get into the schools. Well, if the uh, the forefathers wanted us to have backpacks, they would have included in the Constitution. <laughs> so yeah, man, that's all I got, though, man. It, it it's one of those things that we we will skirt around the problem. We will do whatever we can not to offend the Second Amendment gun lobby. But I mean, it it's to the point now where we really have to think about what is the issue, right? How easy is it for a third grader to get a handgun, throw it in his backpack, and bring it to school? Like that that's wild. Yeah. Bruh, I mean, you just don't know how many guns are in backpacks right now. Oh, oh I mean, I, I need mean, to be a, most guns are in backpacks. I mean, you know, when you really think about it, most guys, yeah, you know, the, the little cross sling backpack, fanny pack thing that uh like dudes like that were wearing them all. I, I automatically assume that there's a gun in there anytime I see one of those. So, well, um, the Jansport lobbyists need to go ahead and get together so I can become a part of that. The backpack NRA. So, we've got a whole segment and we haven't mentioned this, and I wanted to see how far we'll go. Uh, by the time this show drops, it will be the day after Mother's Day. So happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out, out there and stuff like that. Um, people love on your moms, love on the mother of your children, all the good stuff. If you can show them the love they deserve. Ladies, take a break. Enjoy your day. And with that being said, three brothers, no sense. This rules the podcast. Listen, like, share, subscribe, comment, and most importantly, listen again. Talk to you next week.